we get to find out why Kira does what he does, sort of. Or why Kira thinks he does what he does. <laughs> the earliest memory that he can he has about doing uh, what he does, which um, is to say getting boners about hands. And and obviously the, the fault lies on the doorstep of... Um, Leonardo da Vinci. Of art. <laughs> in museums. Vinci, the most heterosexual artist <laughs> we know about. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm sort of like... Kira apparently never saw the discourse about whether or not the Mona Lisa was a young man or a young woman, and he just went with... There wasn't discourse in the 90s. It was I guess, like There yeah. was just academia yeah. and people talking shit. But yeah, I feel like the Kira of today would have a much more confusing time figuring out who to have a boner about. Oh, and, no, now I'm imagining like Kira on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Kira would get canceled so fast. Or, or he, he yeah. would be one of the chief cancelers yeah. and then it would be revealed that he was actually like a hand fetishist who had murdered 48 women. Yeah. And then that would be like a joke that people talked about like five years on. Be yeah. like, remember that time when that one guy who kept calling everyone out turned out to have murdered 48 women? That's Fucked up. <laughs> Tumblr, it's a crazy place. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag oh Tumblr. <laughs> Hashtag why am I still here? Hashtag 48 women. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And guess what? Diamond is Unbreakable is over. No. Okay, unlike... Heart of gold. Unlike with Star Crusaders. Yeah, we're sad that this is over. (laughs) Like, I was really sad when this episode aired just because I knew it was going to be the end of season four. I was really sad when it aired because it didn't have a teaser for part five. And I was like, (laughs) no, I was like, who knows how long it could be before part five comes out. It could be like as long as six months or a year. Right. (laughs) And and just, right. Uh, And for just for those of you who, for whatever reason, haven't watched part five yet, maybe because you're busy listening along to us, um, part five would have been a real easy teaser to do. Like so it's easy. just it's just it's just a softball for a teaser. So, so um, we knew that they were yeah just like this is a we knew it was going to be a, a ways away three years as it turned out and was that two two year two full years and right. that was when we decided to start doing this podcast yeah. right yeah yep. yeah because we were like bereft <laughs> we were like what are we gonna do that and then the the people who ran the co op space we were working at it was like would you please shut up. <laughs> People are, like, people are trying to work. Fine, Please we have will these conversations in the soundproof Yeah, booth. exactly. In a closed room. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have a hard time discerning my feelings about, like, season four on its own and uh, Yuri on Ice on its I own. I was just going to say. From the <laughs> fact that... If you can imagine, there was a time in this world where we had a new one of each of those every week and... Obama was president. Not yeah. that he was like a perfect human being or anything. No, no, but no. I'm just saying here in 2019, I'm saying t- like summers, fall 2016 was a great time to be alive. Yeah. Like imagine what it was like to wake up in the morning and know that like this week I have a new episode of Yuri on Ice, a new episode of Diamond is Unbreakable and Obama's president. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're keeping far fewer children in concentration camps. Yeah. And they're like... <laughs> You know, one would think we're gonna elect the first woman president. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. So like. So it's really like I really genuinely I can't figure out like if I'm sad just because it's like the end of the season is sad or if I'm sad because I'm like ah oh, fuck remember that 
Horrible remember that time. yeah like that's the like dark time who remember when you knew how to wear like clothing that had color in it like it's just <laughs> yeah that was a that was a time uh, that yeah that that was in fact how it was after trump got elected and yuri on ice was like everyone would just like get so like even more excited about way it. too into it, was it. Like, <laughs> we just need something to hold on to these are gonna be the, like the last representations of happy gay people that i'm gonna see for a while yeah. so this is what i got well in any case the point is kira used to jerk off to mona lisa's hands when he was a kid yeah and i all right so i have a, a technical question not about the jerking off um but about <laughs> First of all, I think I might be the only person who thinks that Kira as a middle schooler is kind of adorable, which is fine. Judge me as I mean, you will. He's a generic middle schooler. Yeah, he's honest. a little, little kid. He's adorbs. Know? But so we see the size of the art book and it is like pretty big, but it's not nearly the size of the picture of the hands that he says he like cut out and put up on his wall. And so I'm wondering, is it, did he have to like negotiate at Kinko's to, to or like did he, you know, the library copier have like a. A zoom function. Oh, one of those macro things. Yeah. Where you make it huge. Yeah. Multiple I think, sheets. Yeah. I think that's what he did. And I that, think that it's a normal size paper on his wall still. And he just remembers it as so significant in his life that in, when we see his memory, it's like blown up huge. I feel like if that was the case, though, it would be even bigger. Like it would just be the whole wall. Well, no, he, he imagines it exactly as important as the size that it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so Kira's dead. Yeah, yeah, so. and we well, and so we get to see, but for a minute it seems like maybe he's not dead. And yeah, we, so like you think it's, or I thought it was bites the dust. I thought so too. First person POV. I love how I've watched this season multiple times, and every time I'm still like, wow, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's JoJo's. Um, it's like it jo- like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Watching it is like when you're like at camp, and they're like, oh, spin around five times around this baseball bat, and then run in a straight line as fast as you can, and you look at it, and you you're like. I can do that. No problem. It's fine. That's like starting JoJo's. And yeah. then you're like, I can follow that. Yeah, I know what's happening. And then you do the thing and you're like, I've watched this five times and I have no idea what's yeah. happening. So yeah, so for a second I was just like, oh, did he, does he reset everything? Mm. But you get this really great, very 2001 A Space Odyssey homage-esque. There's like solar systems and galaxies and there's bar- bars of light and all kinds of stuff going on. And that's Kira dying apparently and that's what it's like to leave your body and land in the alley of dead dog hell who knew that's more like dead dog purgatory yeah Yeah. that's fair because we do see kira go to dead dog hell and we see arnold go to dead dog heaven yeah yeah literally so kira ends up back in the alley and talks with raimi and then starts to get his memory back about what actually happened and what actually happened is pretty gross super grim yeah he so the the bit where he realizes that he's dead and like Ramy's like haha i'm Ramy. uh uh <laughs> put my hand through you yeah, yeah that's all um a single one shot uh issue called like let me jog your memory Ooh, um, interesting and so, so it's kind of a standalone like ghost story on yeah. its own so yeah so kira doesn't manage to do the his his thumb Pushy. I'm, I'm doing it. His pushy, pushy. I, I'm so sure I you just, can see it. I just like that Raimi's like, something really traumatic must have happened to you in yeah. order to forget it. Oh, let's let's flash over to the traumatic yeah. thing. Let's watch it. And yeah. it mostly involves getting punched a lot by Jotaro. Um, yeah, but yeah, and like, then getting your head crushed under the wheel of an ambulance. And I, I paid extra close attention to it this time because I couldn't remember how much of it they animated. And the answer is just enough. 
Yeah. <laughs> and the, the constant crunching noises. Oh, God. But, like, they cut away from yeah. all of that, which is smart. But, like, you start to see his head twist in a couple directions yeah. that is not natural. And, and then they cut see, away. Um, everyone else wince, which is amazing, considering that they're in a JoJo's. Yeah. yeah. These are Joe stars. Like, some of them have turned people into rocks. Yeah. Like, think yeah. of all the shit that Jotaro has seen. And then he's like, <laughs> I don't want to watch it's that. Like, gross. He's like, I want, he's like, I only recently saw. A, a, a rat jelly. Yeah, I was gonna say a mass People of rats. Yeah, yeah. So, so what happens is like Rohan's like, Joro, you should probably stop time. Just leans over his shoulder and like whispers in his ear. That's what happens in my head. Yeah. That's also what happens when they're like in bed together. <laughs> yeah. I really like the um Oh no. Rohan's like, you really should stop. <laughs> I know exactly. It's terrible now. <laughs> I like the map that they draw of like Jotaro, the, rings. the rings, the range of, of yeah. Star Platinum. Uh, that's pretty cool. Koichi kind of steps in and saves the day by by act three th- act three freezing. S H I T. It's not a thing. I really wish he would <laughs> stop trying to make that a thing. I'm like, you did something really cool and super helpful, and now you're ruining it by being yourself. Like it's stop because it. Echoes is puberty. We've already decided, <laughs> and the puberty does not know when it to knows just no bounds. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> and it is full of shit. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so shenanigans. They finally managed to get close enough to unleash the world because why would you not in the final episode of JoJo's if Jotaro is on screen? Yeah. have him do the world. But yeah, so Jotaro does the world. You know, it's cool. I really like that he, while no one can hear him or understand him because it's time's not moving, is when he says like some super nice shit to Koichi. <laughs> You're a real stand-up <laughs> real guy. reliable. I'm, I'm so glad I came to this town and met you. And like that is maybe the most like earnest compliment Jotaro Kujo has ever Jotaro given. Jotaro can only give earnest compliments when he's either like sedated or when time has stopped. I feel like he must like whisper. He's, he'll be like, Koichi, are you asleep? Are you actually asleep? And then he'll be like, you're nice. I like, <laughs> I like how at the beginning of, of us recording this season, um, we were like <laughs> hesitant about shipping Koichi with anyone. And now we have like a fully fleshed out three way like yeah. triad. Like, so <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and Yukako. Like, I, let's yeah. not ex- I, I it's feel true, like, it's yeah, true. Yeah. But, but I don't think Yukako is involved with, no, with the others, Rohan and Jotaro. No, I, there's too yeah. much ego yeah. in that room. No, yeah. um, but, but yeah, but, but Koichi is clearly involved with at least three people in Morio, yes, and just in high school. So, really, once he gets going damn i do have to say as a personal note that i do acknowledge that jotaro's facial expressions are mostly like those of a block of wood and i am putting a lot of emotions onto that block of wood and that's fine and i continue <laughs> to amaze myself that i'm able to do that um but i don't know that's just what i see that's what i see in those tea leaves i think it's really interesting that an ambulance is what backs over kira and actually kills him from my perspective what that is it's actually like the spirit of the town itself oh. coming to like kill Kira in revenge for it. Cause it's like a public service yeah. vehicle, yeah, yeah. you know, also, to heal people. It's like Josuke. Yeah. Cause it's a healing thing. Oh yeah. So it's both. Yeah. Um, I hadn't, yeah i also like it because the implication to me is that the reason why they backed over him is because if it you know if it's playing out in real time kira moves 
several feet because Jotaro he's punched punches back. the right. shit out of him. Right. And so that momentum was what lands him in the spot that then suddenly... So, like, I'm sure they looked. Like, you know, ambulance drivers don't just, like... Oh, yeah, know. yeah. He's run over because Jotaro yeah. punched him. Yeah. But still, I think it's, like, really interesting that oh, Jotaro yeah. doesn't get the killing blow. No, I mean, it's, no. It's, yeah. like, the town itself. Yeah. Well, it's in the same way that, like, Kira's the only villain that we know of <laughs> whose goal is basically just to, like, be a normal dude. Right, giant yeah. air quotes but uh but he, he doesn't, doesn't want to take over the yeah, world yeah exactly and he doesn't have like his enemy is just the town it's you know he's not trying to like kill people because they have joe star blood or whatever right right yeah and he's not yeah he's not looking to like scale up or anything right. he just wants and he likes his hometown so like yeah. he won't because mm-hmm. so he, he gets to a his, mundane yeah, death yeah also to me this is like the most brutally uncool way to die yeah, <laughs> yeah it is yeah, a very uncool death which is good like in, it's it's, yeah. it's very satisfying to me that like this like terrible piece of shit who just wanted to like continue to be an unnoticed piece of shit gets to die and like a re- like he thinks he's so great and he's like no he's not it's not like Dio where he's like you know in a fight to the death with Jotaro and you know they have a massive like you know yeah. shonen like battle right, right? They're, they're floating in the they're air they're floating in the air and throwing <laughs> road rollers at each other and stuff yeah and it's also not like <laughs> Cars who is basically God and has to get punched out of the so like the entire um, stratosphere <laughs> right and just be turned inert and that's like the only way you can deal with him so instead we just have uh you know just fucking guy but someone does lose a hand yes, Kira, <laughs> yes. Kira loses Arnold bites Kira's hand off which I'd forgotten such good poetic justice yeah and as yeah, is it, is wait? This did was, you point it out? Yeah, this is my it? question. It's is this the first? Is Kira the first person in this universe to experience consequences for killing a dog? I would say no. Well, like directly, maybe yes. Where like the dog itself gets revenge. This is definitely the part. first time a dog has gotten revenge, unless we count like people like. Iggy and pulling yeah. off like feuding yeah. with each other. Right. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, cause usually the dog deaths are there to show us how bad somebody is. So it's like, there's plenty of villains that they've beaten who have also happened to kill a dog. Right. And we, and you've talked about how like it, they, they fridge dogs instead of women right. a lot. Um, so it's like, you know, yeah, there is that like, well, the reason they're bad narratively is we see them kill some right. dogs. So then they die later because of that. But this is, yeah, yeah. this is the first like direct, dog revenge where it's like you shouldn't have killed that dog which is also like appropriate because the dog belongs to Raimi who's also someone he shouldn't have killed yeah since her being around is what puts everybody on to his trail in the first place and he didn't even get her hand I know yeah I like her kind of weirdly nagging him where she's like she's like what since you didn't take my hand you don't remember me yeah. Right. Because you sucked at your job she was just like you forgot to take my hand yeah yeah so Kira tries to like make Raimi look backwards herself but Raimi Jojo's him. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, you're already dead. Yeah, yeah. like he, and so yeah, Kira gets dragged off to dead dog hell by a bunch of hands, which is like you know yep. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chekhov's bunch of hands, right? right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. okay, unstoppable hands. Like if you are, it's weird because I like I I knew that, but I hadn't really put it together. Where I was like, right, of course that's what's gonna like destroy his soul. And like I like that he tries to use his uh, like use killer queen or bites the dust. Which one does he try to use? I don't know. It's all it's all within the the killer queen Venn diagram. Yeah. But the point is, is that like somehow since he's now been grabbed, like it backfires and just explodes him. Right. So they just grab all his little pieces 
and drag him away. And this is, so when we ever were joking about how like there's just such a thing as dead dog hell and like in the afterlife and JoJo's is really bleak, it's because Raimi's like, I don't know where you're going, but wherever it is, you won't rest in peace. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I mean, I just think <laughs> of it as like a similar place to like the void. All of the places that people go and people are like, I don't know where you're going. Mm, yeah. But it seems bad. Right. It seems like yeah. it sucks. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think Raimi's the only person we actively see going to heaven. Well, we see people. Like, we see Shigechi souls. like in the sky. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We see people's souls go screaming upward, yeah, yeah, yeah. which doesn't seem great. <laughs> not, <laughs> not gonna lie. Um, we see Avdol like say goodbye, right. and this, so he, I think, peacefully. I mean, we do see. Okay, so the thing is that Hell or Heaven, they're both dead dog. They're both yeah. full of dead dogs. Yeah. So there's only so much like a good time you're. We gonna even have. see uh, Blueford go up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's his is also sort of peaceful. It's like the, yeah. it, for some reason it seems like the way you die might somehow impact how you feel about being I dead. I think it's more about how the current JoJo perceives you. Oh, <laughs> if the current Jojo likes you at that moment, at the mo- at your moment of exact moment of death, then you will ascend. And if the current Jojo has a problem with you at that exact moment, hell. So like between parts one and two for like, like a hundred years, like I guess George Joestar was the, was the, uh, uh, the active, the JoJo. arbiter of, uh, of who, li- of who goes to heaven. And this is a heaven. lot of responsibility for one family, but yeah, that's the whole point that's of JoJo's, whole point of JoJo's bizarre yeah, adventure. That's what's, what runs through their blood. They're the arbiters of heaven and hell. Um, Among other things. <laughs> I feel like this is now getting into like shitty BL anime territory. <laughs> yeah. So they're wandering around the scene of the, uh, incident, I guess, accident. 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 That's what it is. We're going to call that. Uh, yeah, because they thought it was like a gas explosion, and then and like you and know, then yeah. there's this guy whose head's missing, and so one of the one of the ambulance guys walks up to Josuke, who is let's remember like almost dead, has a piece of it looks like bamboo all the way through his thigh, um, can't walk, can't stand, can barely breathe, and walks up to him and is like, "Are you one of the injured too?" I'm like, "You need a new job, sir." <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, like teenager who's bent over bleeding on the sidewalk. I think he just saw a delinquent and assumed that it was a new piercing that he hadn't heard about. The the old bamboo through the thigh. through the thigh piercing. Seems legit. All the kids are into so it. It's all the rage. Yeah. Um, you think it would be dangerous, but actually it's perfectly safe. <laughs> Harmless. Yeah, definitely really. do it and send us pictures. <laughs> Please, Please don't. don't. <laughs> Don't either part of that. One thing I forgot to mention is right before Kira dies, when he and Raimi are talking, there's this really nice camera wipe where mm. Kira's head is to the left of her and then the camera wipes around and then so his head's to the right. So it's like we're going around her shoulder. And when that happens, he looks like regular Kira again. Like original blonde Kira. Yeah. Bowie Kira. Handsome Kira. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know, it's really good. Their, David Productions is real good at their jobs. Yep. Yes. Nice, nice work. They give folks. us gifts. Also, I really like that Koichi can passive aggressively make Rohan be nice to people if he. Oh yeah, so right. So what happens is like Raimi comes down to say goodbye to everyone. Raimi and Arnold, and lots of people show up to say goodbye. Yeah, it's really sweet. It's really sweet. It always makes me yeah actually emotional. I get Courtney was tearing up. I start to tear up, and then I finally really get it. Gets me when then the narrator starts talking about how Shigechi's parents are never going to stop waiting for him to come home. What the fuck? Yeah, and it just starts talking about how like you know Jotaro, give them some fucking closure. The pain, like. That everybody, like all of Kira's victims' families, feel is like never gonna go away. And how it only gets worse over time. Fuck. 
<laughs> here's the end of the episode. You know, I'm just like, Jesus, guys. It's good. It's very good. And it's like definitely very real. It just also really brings me down every time. But yeah, so then Koichi, like, you know, Rohan's pretending to not care about Raimi. And then Koichi's like, mm, mm, mm. And then finally, <laughs> he's like, fine, I care. It's like Darius trying to make yeah. me be social. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Raimi goes to heaven. She and Arnold levitate yeah, away. They levitate I away. I think Arnold's neck may even get healed in the process. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but I believe you. Yeah, I buy it. I had canon it in any case. Um, um, oh, Okiasu has that cute drippy eye. Yeah, his little yeah. teary round so eye. Cute. Um, and then we get to find out what happened to everyone. Yeah, at least in the recent. Yeah, like a few people. We also get the Morio Town Seal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. the Morio Town Seal, which is shield. Yeah, it's like a um, it, it's a coat of arms yeah. is what it is. Thank you. That's um, what that thing's called. And it's uh, it's got an owl with like a crescent moon. It's got a tree of some kind. I assume it's a fruit tree. And then it's got the like the stylized letter M with the, with the, the logo, the, lo- the, lo- the actual like insignia of the town. And I, I yet again, when why can I not buy? a light jacket with that embroidered on the back. Because instead, you may buy any of 600 Iggy branded items. They've, I feel like they've kind of stepped off Iggy now that Part 5's airing. Yeah, thank God. But they still aren't giving me the what I want. No, they're giving five. like weird things with just like the same anime pose over and over, like yeah. the screen printed on stuff. And, yeah. And like, they're, oh, no, that was the Harry Potter fans. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, they've got the good vans. I'm like, no, they don't. That's Harry Potter. No, they there were there were those vans. florals. They, but they, the florals. And all they, the shoes There were good vans and they sold out like instantly. And they cost a million dollars. And they dollars, cost a million yeah. dollars. No, I know. I'm like, if you know, they could remake some of the Rohan Converses at any time. I would not be mad. But yeah, I want the I want the Morio coat of arms. Yeah, that would be great. It's really great. I want like a Morio Community College yeah. sweatshirt with the coat of arms on it. Come on. Yeah. You have to wait for part eight. <sighs> oh man. <laughs> so we we get these the sort of like animal house style closing closeouts. Cards for a few people. Well, also we see Josuke steal Joseph's wallet. Right. Yeah. So this is really kind of important. Joseph's like, ah, these children have truly have a heart of gold. And then and then Josuke steals his wallet. And uh I love this. I teared up. This is when I teared up <laughs> watching the last episode for the first time because I'll do that again. This is when I teared up watching the last episode for the first time because that was such a callback to the. F- if you'll remember, the first time we meet Joseph Joestar in part two, he has his wallet stolen by Smokey. Yep. So this is a callback to Smokey stealing his wallet. And this is the, the last time that we see Joseph Joestar in. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. He doesn't canonically die at any particular point, but it's understood that this is the end of his story. Right. Yeah. Um, him so, and that baby. Yeah, yeah. He, yes, they kidnapped that okay. baby. All right. They did kidnap the baby. So I have important <laughs> news for people who haven't read the manga, which is that there is a different series or a slightly modified series of like conclusions for the characters in the manga versus the anime. So in particular for Joseph and the baby, I'm going to pull it up right now. And yeah. All the rest, it. all the rest of them. It's like, whatever the animes, I feel a more rich, smooth experience, uh, as a transition out. Cause they get more characters in yeah. there. Okay. So but this is gold and I feel robbed. 
The invisible baby's mother was never found. In the end, Joseph Joestar adopted her. It goes without saying that his wife, Susie Q, suspected, is this another one of your illegitimate children? (laughs) And the family went through another chaotic period. It is unknown whether this was the cause, but Mr. Joestar, who had been growing dull, has recently returned to good health. So yeah, his wife thinking that, I assume she kicked him out. Yeah. And that that's what caused his return to good health. Yeah, or just the fact that now he's raising a baby. Yeah. Because the pronouns are pretty unclear. That's true. So, or the combination of raising a baby right when your wife kicks you out of the house for having a... Yeah. I I do want to shout out to two other things that are in the manga for conclusions that aren't in the anime. One is that, so we don't get the scene at Tonio's where where Okiyasu and his dad and Stray Cat are are eating. Which is tragic. Which is tragic. Highway star. But there is, yeah, that's really good. But, But there is a cool little scene, just a little call out box that says Stray Cat took a liking to Okuyasu's father. The two are peacefully living together. Okuyasu thinks this is fine too. And it's a little picture of his dad holding Stray Cat and Stray Cat going meow. So cute. That's adorable. Uh, and then the other thing that's not in the uh, anime is another callback to Joseph Joestar in previous arcs, which is uh, the third to last panel in the in the manga is Joseph opening up his mini disc player, putting in a mini disc and like listening to some tunes, which if you'll recall is how part two ends. Right. With him and his Walkman. With him and his Walkman yeah. in the, in the, in the Stardust Crusaders era future. And also apparently the, uh, the scene at the end and end of part four is like, uh, just Josuke like posing for no reason. Yeah. It's just literally, it's three panels. It's, it's, it's Joseph listens to a mini disc Jotaro has like a little reaction where he doesn't say anything. He just has his woodblock face. Yeah, he's feeling uh, so many emotions. And, yeah. then, <laughs> it's and then, a, <laughs> and then a full page splash of Josuke doing the pose that we you do see in yeah. the in the anime at the end. But yeah, so you don't see him and Koichi and Okiyasu hanging out in front of the Alsen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, and I, there's no oh, there's no Koichi Yukako stuff yeah, at all. Right. None of his mom and sister talking about. Koichi having a girlfriend and definitely none of that uh, I made you lunch let's hold hands yeah so yeah I, again I, I really like what there's, the productions yeah. there's also no Rohan doing um, finger exercises and drawing his manga yeah. why is that Darius well that was pulled <laughs> from Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan which is a series of one-off stories uh, involving Rohan which we'll be talking about next episode. Yeah. I really like this last episode. I love the callbacks. I love the to be the conclusion. I love that Jojo got his dissertation about a starfish he saw. Yeah, yes. we need to do a whole special episode. Iconic. So yeah, this is the thing where it's like, you know, it starts out with being like, you know, Jojo Kujo has become like a marine biologist and you're all like, what? Uh, and then at the end of the season, it's like, oh, and yeah, he's going to get his PhD about a starfish that he saw in a tide pool while he was here solving in Moria, murders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he multitasks. He's got a lot going on. Well, yeah. The grad student economy <laughs> demands that students have multiple jobs. Yeah, that's they, real. They are PhD students and crime solvers. Yeah. I love him. Uh, and executors of estates. Yes. 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 Yeah. God. He's hustling. I just <laughs> I mean, he's like he's like twenty eight. That's the that's the age to do it. Yeah. God. Yeah. God, Jotaro Kujo. <laughs> and spoiler, he 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 comes back later. He's not dead. <laughs> 
Jojo Kujo does not die off screen. Right, right. <laughs> right? Well, because Joseph does. Like, by, by the time we yeah. get to part six, it's like he's dead, and it's just... Probably. Probably. Like, he's probably, never really yeah. mentioned, and I think it might say so in a time. Yeah, he's dead, or he's like beer somewhere. He's not participating in the narrative anymore whereas Jodo definitely still is he's definitely like god he's being such a bad father (laughs) (laughs) the thing is it's like the whole time you watch part four and you're like wow this is all about bad dads and you don't even realize that the worst dad is right there (laughs) actively not being a dad I don't think Araki realized it either I know but but no but I mean I think it's really funny that he ends up going back and being like you know who would be a really great bad dad? This guy. <laughs> Joe Taro. Do we have any other last yeah, thoughts so, we want to say about yeah, this? Part it's four. Great. Um, hope you enjoyed the best arc of JoJo's. Yeah. Uh, anime. Anime. Anime, at yeah. least. Yeah. And so far, it, and it will be a decade probably before they start part seven. But even the thing is, is part seven is a hot mess for like 20 issues. Yeah, but part four was a hot mess for a true. bit too. He, it, it always is at the beginning. But overall, I think now I have watched Diamond is Unbreakable twice all the way through. And it is, I didn't remember it as not being good, but second watch through, it's like so good. It's yeah. like, it's just such a complete work of art. Well, and I, I really appreciate it because unlike sometimes where Iraqi still is holding a lot of ideas in the bag and then we get to the end and clearly it's like, oh, time to shake them all out. (laughs) Here's what's been going on this whole time. Uh, There's six more issues and you're done. You know, like it just, you know, sometimes it's like he takes a while to get to his thesis. In this case, it's like (laughs) the whole last third is Kira. And like there's yeah. occasional one-off episodes, but like it's oh he's around, you know he's around, they know he's around. And it's- <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of all the endings being Araki's thesis. For the- <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Part four is the reason why we have this podcast. Yes. Like we yeah. if it if that had not aired, we wouldn't have been moved by part three to do this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could have convinced no. me to sit in a trailer while Elias just swore about a dog. <laughs> <laughs> for for what like felt, years. For 48 yeah. weeks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That can be like our Patreon like top tier. Like if you give us $10,000, so, Elias will call you and swear about it. <laughs> so... For an hour. So yeah. So as listeners of this podcast, you also have part four to thank <laughs> for all for all of for Santana Beer. Yes, mm-hmm. you know the pirate, for the pirate club, club. Ruth. Yeah. Ruth, all our weird head cannons. Yeah, yeah, totally true. All the true things where we fixed all of Iraqi's problems. Yeah, right. Stroheim being a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a robot. That's yeah, his whole character. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, Polnareff being half Pillar Man. Oh right, I forgot about that. Or part or, Pillar or Man. Quarter, part quarter, Pillar, quarter, Pillar yeah, Man. Part, part Pillar Man. That's right. He won't be our last Part Pillar Man character. No, he Spoiler. won't. I already Spoiler got that alert. ready. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, Arena killing Danny. Well, yeah, obviously. but that's just true. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at Explain JoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com. We'd love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that we would leave for Diamond is Unbreakable. It's great. It has a moist neck. <laughs>